I have no idea if you can hear this or not. You're a bad banana. With the greasy black peel. You're about. You got your magic smile. The Mr. Grinch bangs. Such a good song. <laughs> Anyways, here we are. Episode 60, season two, mainly stupid podcast. We're back. Better In than the saddle. Better than ever, really. I think at this point. Yeah. Reworked. Reworked. A little, a little rework happened. <laughs> yeah. Got a little hairy there for a while. Didn't know if I was gonna make it. But here I am. I mean, you just did so good the first two times that they really wanted to give you that third opportunity to really yeah. just, you know. Yeah, I was super excited about. When the doctor was like, yeah, we're going to have to go back in there. I was like, son of a bitch. Well, so only, because I, only because I knew it was just going to be physical therapy. Like, I had just finished physical therapy. Right. So, it's just, it was just frustrating. Literally your second day back at work. and Oh, hey, bye. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like, so you texted me Saturday night, right? Yeah. Or last Saturday. And we're like, hey can I get a charger from you? I'm at the hospital. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> and then like your wife was texting and she was awesome. And she was being very like, I mean, she was telling me way more shit than I really needed to know. I was like, here, here's the whole breakdown. And I'm like, okay, cool. But uh, what can I do? Like, yeah. it's just one of those situations where like nothing, I mean, except for like antibiotics and going back in and doing the surgery again and replacing those two parts. I mean, that was, that was it. Like I, I had gone, I had gone septic. Like I, uh, I had sepsis. Yeah. So that was not ideal, but luckily I got, got rid of that. They were able to normally get me out of it. Normally trying to avoid that after a surgery. Yeah. Yeah, I was lucky I went in like I just didn't I didn't have a good feeling driving home from work and I'm like you know so I called the on-call doctor who happens to be a friend of mine and she was like yeah go to the hospital call your family tell them that you're probably gonna have to stay there a while I'm like okay here we go yeah I just I didn't have a good feeling about it now I do like I feel better than I did be like right after the last surgery. Right. Just, and that, that was the thing. Like, I mean, you, you hadn't really said that like it was bothering you or anything. It was just, you know, a little bit more pain than last time. And that was it. Yeah. And I was like, well, maybe because he had had started building muscle back up and maybe it was just a little more invasive. And I was like, yeah, the one was supposed to be the, the worst one, but it's good. You got it taken care of. But yeah, when I knew it wasn't good when she was like, yeah, so he's got to wait till like Monday or Tuesday to see the wound or the whatever infection specialist. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, it's not great that he's seeing the infection specialist. And then she texted me like 20 minutes later. I was like, ah, yeah, he actually has surgery at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. I was like, oh. <laughs> so the doctor, the doctor called my orthopedic doctor 
and they were going to wait. Like he was just going to wait till Monday and do it, do the surgery. Like surgery was going to happen, but he was just going to wait until Monday. And then he called one of his colleagues who's been working on my hip since I was 14 years old. It was like, why don't we just go in tomorrow and finish it? Like, let's just get it done. Yeah. So he doesn't have to wait any longer. So they did that. And, uh, which I'm grateful for. And then I had to stay, I was in the hospital, you know, six, six nights, five days, six nights on intravenous antibiotics. I'm still on, I got this cool contraption that goes into my arm. There's how the fuck does that three, work? So there's three lines that come off of it. One for antibiotics, one for like blood work. And then just like a spare. And it goes into this like splitter, I'll call it, which goes into a tube that they did ultrasound and x-ray. And that tube travels up through my armpit into my chest, into a vein, like a bigger vein. So it doesn't collapse from getting overuse. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. I was, they nubbed me up for it, so I didn't even feel it. Well, I mean, but, I can hope so. Yeah, we're just going to drive a tube through your fucking elbow to your fucking nipple. Okay. But, right. I, but I watched it on a screen and it took like, she was like, that wasn't worth the price of admission. Didn't even need MapQuest, did you? Yeah. So I have that for six to eight weeks. And then I'll be on oral antibiotics. Like basically, I'll be on oral antibiotics until we're striper fishing again. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yeah. So, so nothing's gonna. You're not gonna have any non-antibodies anymore, huh? And you're just gonna be a big antibody. Yeah, like I'll be all antibiotics. And the cool part about the oral antibiotics is it turns the turns my piss. The color of this room. Really? Yeah. You know, like when you're really dehydrated and your piss gets really like orangish. Yeah, that's normally not good. Yeah, take that by ten. Oh. And that's like it looks like high C. Well, that's fun. It's the weirdest thing ever. It's it like it doesn't mean I'm dehydrated. It just oh. that's what these. It's just extra vitamins, extra shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Huh. But I'm alive. You I survived. Lost, I lost like 20 pounds from being in the hospital. <laughs> you survived another. Uh, Basically, I've had I've had three hip replacements. You know, most people can't say that, but <laughs> yeah. you are. Yeah, I got my. And the other thing that I had until today was a wound back. Which zero out of ten. I don't recommend it. It's not painful. It's just annoying. Yeah. Because there's literally you can't wear you can't wear pants. You can't wear underwear because you've got this tube going up your shorts to your hip to the incision. That so on the incision they put a sponge over the incision, and then the wound vat goes on, and then they like cellophane it, like bandage it to your hip. 
and then you turn on the pump and it like it creates a suction and holds that suction for so it's for like it. you're until you shut the machine off so it's like it's like you're, you're uh, sealing your fucking wound yeah huh. so they, they took it off today and they were like actually it's probably even though it's still draining a little bit it's probably better off because the the vac was actually starting to like pull some of the staples out the fuck is it like a 10 horse fucking shop vac yeah it's like it's like this big oh i got it right here a titty pump oh and then a canister goes down on top of it with the hose coming out of it to the to your hip it just creates like a positive pressure negative pressure if it's a vacuum but yeah i yeah. get negative pressure you get it <laughs> Yeah, so I just I take compressed air and shove it up my ass, and then it just it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Where it comes out. <laughs> yeah, right. Wherever the hole, it's like a vacuum and pressure test for an engine. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So, so that I mean, thing goes back. You get to learn. That, that thing costs twenty eight twenty eight dollars a day for, for insurance. For insurance. Yeah. Which is probably cheaper. My insurance. What it took you to uh, get out of there when they didn't have one of those for five days? Yeah, they trapped me in. Yeah, like day three, they were like, "Yeah, we can't find a wound back." And then day four, they were like, "Oh, we found the wound back, but we had to order it, and it should be here tomorrow, but we're not sure." And we can't find home care because surprise, surprise, there's a home care staff shortage. Oh, so speaking of, to go off on a little rant here, you know what I've heard of why? So you hear all this thing about, oh, there's a nursing shortage. There's a nursing shortage. There's a, there's a shortage. There's a shortage. Yeah. There really isn't. And the reason there isn't is because all these fucking nurses are working as um, travel nurses. Yeah. So it's the same amount of nurses. Like we... We didn't really like just get rid of a shit ton of people. But what happened is the hospitals aren't paying them dick. They don't want to deal with the same fucking assholes they've been dealing with at the hospitals. So they say, fuck it. I'll go travel. Like I actually saw this on like a TikTok, and they're like, yeah, I told my boss I wanted $20 more an hour and he laughed at me. So I quit, went to work for this nursing agency, went right back to the same hospital, making $40 more an hour. Yeah. Oh I was talking one of my one of my nurses is a travel nurse. Yeah. And she and she, she worked at a hospital in Texas for eight weeks and she was making ten thousand dollars a week. Yeah. So then like I had another nurse, and all these nurses were wicked cool, but like that caught my attention. I was like, so another nurse who was a staff nurse at the hospital, I was like, so what's it like working side by side to a travel nurse? Yeah. And she goes, well, it depends on, depends on the people, but like for me, it's not that big of a deal because I've come to terms with the fact that I can't travel. This is the situation I'm in. Right. And we're here to do the same job. It doesn't matter to me what she makes. I make what I need to do, but she's like some, some staff nurses won't help them. Won't like show them where stuff is. They just, they're complete assholes. Yeah. 
Well, and I mean, so then I, and I asked the travel nurse the same question. I was like, so what's it like working with regular nurses? She's like, it depends on, depends on the person. Sometimes it can be a great experience. Sometimes it can be horrible. Well, it's here, one, it's one of those like things. at York hospital. They look, they loved it. Sorry. No, it's one of those things, right? I mean, it's like, it's like being a mechanic at Elliott small engine versus being a fucking fleet mechanic for Caterpillar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you can go, it's the same job. You you can work on the, even for Toro, like to be a Toro manufacturing rep or a Toro, Toro certified guy that works at a small shop. It's like, yeah. dude, you get to go home every day. You work with the same people, you know, your clientele base, you get to work at home or work where you want to live. Now, if you're a service rep and you get called out and it's like, Hey, you're on call for fucking new England. So sorry, you got to go to Vermont today and fucking the county tomorrow and you got to go to fucking east boston the next day and it's like yeah it's it's different jobs you get paid differently for it and i think the people that are bitter about it are just either too stupid to be able to actually go travel yeah because i mean if it's something like if you realize that you don't want to like i don't want to travel i could go make i could double my salary if i went on the road somewhere i know i could but it's like it's not worth it I want to be home. Like now, if I was in my twenties and didn't have two kids at home, there, fucking see ya. See ya. I will fucking travel this country on someone else's dime, and that's what yeah. the people should do. Like, why not? It, it gains you more experience. You get more cultured. You get to see more shit. Yeah. Like, and then you, I mean, if you do it right, you save a bunch of money, and yeah, there's then uh, you you can work for less. At a younger age and exactly. enjoy life more. Exactly. Just like guys that ship, you know, you come out of school, you go hard for fucking the first five years. Yeah, it sucks. You don't have much of a social life, but after that, you pay your house off and you just fucking chill. You can fucking, yeah, yeah. I'll take a job at a paper mill. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, uh, I was talking to another nurse about like the staffing shortage, but she, she brought up a good point. She's like, Think of the workforce and think of how many nurses were at like retirement age when the pandemic started Mm -hmm. and they were like, fuck this. I'm almost, I'm at retirement age. I don't want to die. So they said, fuck it. I'm out and retired or like worked a little ways and was like, this is, this is, I can't handle this. This is too much for me. Yeah. I had a nurse's aide at the, when I was in the hospital. She had been a nurse's aide at York Hospital for 43 years. Jesus. Or maybe not at York Hospital, but like most of her career was spent there for 43 years. And like that, like she told me that. And then at the end of the day, she's like, yeah, I'm retiring today. I was like, holy shit. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, So I'm the one that did it. Nice job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I sold her a snowblower. Oh, there you go. Like why I was in the hospital. See? The hustle never <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> One of the nurses was a dude, and he came into my room at like 2 o'clock in the morning to take my vitals and shit. And um, we started. He's like, so where do you work? And I said, Elliot Small Engine. He goes, oh, yeah, I got to go down there and look at snowblowers. And we started shooting the shit about snowblowers for like an hour. Yeah. It's like I probably had to go check on my other patients. Yeah, but you should probably check out that Toro fourteen twenty eight. Exactly. 
Well, glad but to see all in all, it was a good experience. Glad to see you're in a little better spirits, too. Yeah. It was a little rough there for a minute. <laughs> the 10 days of just strict quarantine, probably after a month of it. I don't like, it, That was the other thing. Like, I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to be stuck in the house again. Yeah. I don't want, I can't do that. So as soon as like I felt comfortable to drive, I was like, I'm out. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. And you know Moving what? Back even, over my shoulder and away I go. Even if this thing fucking crashes. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dying in four between four walls. But, yeah. um, so I'm going to touch on football real quick. Do you watch the Tampa Bay uh, Buffalo game? Yes. What a kick in the nuts that had to have been for Buffalo. I mean, to lose to Tom Brady and to Bill Belichick within six days probably didn't feel great. <laughs> All right, so we lost to we lost to Bill Belichick. It was raining, cold, windy. You know, weather was a factor. They only threw the ball three times, whatever. And then they go to Tampa, and Tom like Tom Brady was like, "All right, I'm going to give you a little bit here." Just, just a taste, and they, they, they had a, they almost had it, and then, dude, Tom that, Brady's like, uh-uh. that fucking <laughs> touchdown throw to win the game was, that was sick, unbelievable. That was like, I saw that, and I was like, that's like Tom Brady of old. Yeah, dude, and they're like, yeah, we think he's so he's the favorite to win the MVP, and I'm like, well, I mean, he probably should have been the favorite to win the MVP for the last. Um, 19 years like yeah well um, if you think about it he's probably been a candidate for the MVP for the last 20 years he should be at least like in the conversation yeah you know well, it's like, and That's I think it. honestly like I, Garth Brooks him leaving the Patriots is the, probably the best thing that's ever happened to him and not from a standpoint of like I wanted him to go do it on his own, but like going down and everyone was like, Oh, he and BA aren't going to get along. You remember last year, like the beginning of the season when BA was out there trashing him and was like, yeah, Yeah. has to be better. And Brady never said anything. And then they win a fucking super bowl. And this year they're sitting in what second place in the NFC, just behind the Packers. And it's like, you imagine a, a, I'm knocking on wood here, a Patriots Tampa Bay super bowl. I think Bill. I think whoever wins that game, like whoever won that game, I think it would be a good game. And I think Belichick and Brady walk to fucking half field and just go, "We both retire," and they walk off the field together. Like right. that'd be so dope. <laughs> like hop on a couple horses and just ride off. Yeah, wherever they're at, goats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. I was talking to a guy the other day about it. And he was like, that's a real possibility. I'm like, yeah, it scares the shit out of me, to be honest. But it'd be a hell of a game to watch. It would be like the nicest Super Bowl to watch. Because, I mean, I obviously would like the Patriots to win no matter what. Yeah. But also, if Tom Brady Tom Brady beating Bill Belichick in the fucking Super Bowl would be incredible. That just, yeah, that just like solidifies. That that neither one of them needed the other one to succeed. Yeah. Like exactly. They are two of the greatest to ever do their jobs ever. 
Yeah. I think that's and in 20 years from now, they'll be talking about somebody else. You know, they'll, the, it, it, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady will always be in the, the conversation or I, always. I don't know if you'll ever see a two decade dynasty ever again. You definitely, like, you're not going to see it with Patrick Mahomes. You just, no, he's dead. It's not going to happen. He's dead. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, dead. Kyler Murray, probably going to be dead. Like, I, I don't know. I think Mac Jones has the most likely to succeed, but it'll yeah. be interesting when Belichick hangs it up. I think that's going to be the very telling of, is it the, is it what he instills in people? Because you've looked at all the coaches that have left Belichick. 90% of them are back with Belichick, but those that started with Belichick and were in his coaching tree to go on and do anything has really been very limited. It's like, it's almost like he, you know how like the joke is when a grandma teaches you how to make something, she always leaves out like one part of the recipe. So it's yeah. never quite the same. Yeah. It's like that's what he's doing with Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels and the the dude from Miami. It's like he just left. You know, it's supposed to be a full cup of sugar, but he said, you know, just a half a cup. Yeah. But nobody knows that. And right. They're looking at the recipe going, what the fuck? I'm doing everything right. Oh, speaking of doing everything right in recipes, this f- fucking great transition. Great transition if you look at the notes before this fucking podcast. I did, but so my wife last week got invited to a cookie party. And if you don't know what a cookie party is, you bake. Oh, I do. You bake six it's a cookie slot. Yeah, six cookies per person attending. She baked six dozen fucking cookies. Yeah. So there's fucking at least 12 or maybe more. She might have done seven or eight dozen. I don't remember. Either way, a lot of cookies getting thrown down in the kitchen. She's following the recipe. Back to the recipe. And while looking at the picture of what these cookies look like from the recipe, what they're supposed to come out as. Is this the fluff, like the fluffy debate? Big fluffy. So I don't know if you've been to Starbucks and had their cranberry bliss bars. No, I was obsessed with them when I was working for Casco because I used to go every morning and get a cranberry bliss bar and a salted caramel macchiato. Just it is what it is. Obviously, but dude, the cranberry bliss bars are a delight. They're a little sweet. They're pretty sweet. They're rich, but they pair very nicely with the coffee. So she, they're cranberry bliss bar cookies. She found this recipe on Pinterest. Says. I am following it to a T. Fucking first, first cookies come out. They are fucking that thick. They are just like the fucking craisins in the recipe are thicker than the cookies. And she's oh, like, no. and then she got caught up in one of the batches and forgot about them. And then those were burnt. And then, but they're all coming out just thin. And I tried them. They tasted fucking awesome. Like, they were very good. And I prefer a thin cookie. A thin, like, moist, like a Subway cookie. Subway chocolate chip cookies are my gold standard of cookie. It's a fucked up thing to say. 
but like they're undercooked just enough, but they're still yeah. firm, but they're thin. They're not, I don't want a big fucking, if I want a cake, I'd eat cake. I want a fucking cookie. I don't want a brownie. I want a fucking cookie. So like even the soft and chewy, chewy chocolate chip cookies can't do it. I got to go. Really? Yeah. Too much, too much flour. So she's all worked up. She puts the last six in the fucking oven to bake. What do you think happens? Fucking big, big old fluffy fucking things. I just look, I go, huh, what'd you do different? <laughs> and the whole time I'm like going down the whole fucking nuclear, like, did you circle and slash the recipe? Like, did you follow the instructions perfectly? Like, did you validate and verify and check all your measurements and SOP? She is fucking pissed at me. She's like, I'm going to fucking shove these cookies up your ass. Like, fuck you. Get the fuck out of the kitchen. And I was like, I know. I just wanted to I just, I just have to imagine if you like started baking, like if you were like, all right, well, fuck it. I'll bake it. I'll bake a dozen. And I've and learned they came out perfect. I learned I do that. <laughs> I've done that before. I mean, like, so she she's notorious for forgetting or just maybe overlooking like a little part of the recipe. And like See, it's my like, wife is famous for sorry, go ahead. It's not like she like forgets like a ingredient or something, but like she made the barefoot contessa. They had a brownie with I hate that bitch. Uh, brownies with a peanut butter frosting well instead of making the peanut butter frosting she just mixed all ingredients into one and made brownies that had peanut butter in them so it's like i mean we kind of followed it but then we just decided to fucking throw it all together and send it and i mean it still tastes the same but it's yeah. like you you, you got to read to the period you can't just yeah, I, I know what the fuck they mean. And then get upset. Like, it's one thing to be like, yeah, I just kind of winged it. And this is what it turned out to be. When she's like, I followed it exactly. I'm like, did you really? Like, was the butter to the correct temperature? Was the fucking, you know, was it room temperature? Was it cold butter? Was it warm butter? Was it melted butter? And she's like, would you just fucking leave me? I was like, I'm just, I'm trying to QVNV here. I'm trying to be the quality control here for this operation. I want to make sure your cookies are successful. And my wife, they're delicious. My wife will like forget an ingredient. Like she'll go to the store, pick, oh, yeah, you know, look at the list, forget one, and then like, oh, I can substitute it with this all the time. Same shit. No, oh. no, no, you can't. I don't have, can't I, don't do have that. I don't have sour cream, but I can use Greek yogurt. Uh, no, the recipe says sour cream, not fucking Greek yogurt. Yeah, but it's like to say, no, it's not the same because one is called Greek yogurt and the other one is over here called sour cream. Yeah, they're not even they're next complete, to each other. Yeah, exactly. They're completely different. Like, yeah, don't. You don't substitute yeah. shit like that. No. And then complain about when it's not the same. Yeah, or like, you know, butter versus margarine. No, it said butter. Use butter. Yeah, or buttermilk. Oh, I'll just make my own buttermilk. No, you ain't a fucking cow. We ain't making fucking yeah. uh, <sighs> So, what else did I have written down? That was a good one. Um, oh, 
How's the uh, how's the TV control at the old hospital? They need for as cheap as Amazon Fire Sticks are, and as cheap as Am like how Jeff Bezos hasn't just gone to every hospital and go, "Hey, I will give you Fire Sticks." And I'll sell you a subscription for your entire hospital, every room, separate Amazon accounts. No problem. Right. Fucking thousand bucks a year. Do you know anybody that doesn't have like, and this is, do you know anybody that doesn't have a Netflix account? No. So like you go to a hotel nowadays, you can log into your Netflix account. Or you can even, even if you can't do that, you can normally streamcast. Yeah. Like your phone to the TV. Not at a hospital. And in the remote is the speaker is built into the remote. So you either got to wear headphones or listen to it on the remote, which is super loud and annoying. So what I ended up doing was plugging the headphones in and just cranking it up and going from there. But it's like, I told that. I told the nurse, I was like, imagine if somebody just came into the hospital and was like, I'll just log into my, my shit on my, Mm -hmm. on my phone or on my, on the TV. Yeah. I like my experience would have been so much more enjoyable. Like instead of having to go to the guide channel. I'm not sure I understand. Shut up. Instead of going to the guide channel seeing what I wanted to watch and then trying to find it. And here's the other thing, the guide channel in the TV in the channels on the remote didn't match. They didn't, they didn't line up. <laughs> so I literally had to like channel surf. See, until I found that, what I wanted. And that is how I ended up watching. I think every episode now of the office parks and rec South park, um what other shows whatever else is on comedy central because like literally, up, when i would go into hotels and shit like when i was on the road like because most some hotels are better now but like there were some hotels down in the south that eh, technology might be a little behind down there yeah we were thankful to have internet most days but it was like i'd just find comedy central or like Animal Planet or something like Nat Geo, just something that I could like I could find Gold Rush, fucking good. We'll just watch fucking seven thousand episodes of this until two o'clock in the morning. That's fine. Yeah. I would never change the channel. Just turn the TV on and be like, Yeah, we just gotta get to this channel and on we go. And the only time I would look for stuff if it was during like football season and I wanted to watch a game. Yeah. Yeah, so that was annoying, but we got through it. And I mean, realistically, with all the technology that they're putting into hospitals and like all the, because they are making strides and trying to make it more comfortable for people. Like, yeah. it's just got a shit ton of money. Like, why not fucking invest it into, like, and that's not a huge investment. Like, realistically, go fucking Black Friday shopping, buy a bunch of TVs. Call Jeff Bezos and fucking buy Amazon Fire Sticks. Um, (laughs) 
Oh, I pulled a good one today. I flooded my shop today. Flooded your shop? Yeah. How the hell did you do that? Well, so I had... Because it's a pain in the ass to like work on a motor with running water and like not being close to someplace that's easy to like put the boat in the water and just let it run there and then work on it. So I had a big tub, a big tote, right? One of the big, big fucking blue ones. It's like four feet long. Yeah. Probably 30 inches deep. Well, and then I bought a rolling. I forget what I bought it for. I think I bought it for John's fucking lift. John's, uh, not his lift, his sawmill. Where are you going? Groceries? See ya. Drive safe. But the... Uh, Love you. Thousand, thousand pound little like four-wheel dolly thingy. And so I could put my, put the tub of water on that, fill it up, and then I could roll it around my shop. No problem. Sounds good. Yeah. Well, went hunted salt water today. So I was like, fuck it. I'll just use that thing to flush the motor. That'll be easy enough. And it was perfect because I could angle it just right where I could catch the telltale hole coming out. So I wasn't soaking my shop. Well, the boat had been idling a little low. So I was like, well, I'll I'll just adjust the slow jets and then I'll adjust the idle screw and then we'll be good. So basically what was happening is the boat would idle fine. But then when you put it in just like just in a head, like just kick it into gear, it would die. So that was annoying to me. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll try and fuck with it. Because I saw 11 ducks today in a fucking 15 mile fucking acre marsh and was a little pissed off. So I was like, fuck it. I'll work on my boat real quick. So I'm in there and I'm dicking around with it and it's running fucking good. Sounds great. So I'm like, all right. Not thinking like just like this is what I mean. Like I'm some kind of stupid. I'm not stupid, but I just have like a little lapse in judgment every now and then. And then I look back at it and I'm like, how fucking dumb are you? Like you knew this was a bad idea. So did not look where the motor was in relation to the tub. Mind you, this is a plastic tote. And I just go. Fuck it. I'll just kick it in gear real quick. See if it dies. Did not die. However, the propeller was dead next to the tote. So I kicked it into forward, which also pushes a shit ton of water. So then I watched water splash and hit the back wall in my shop. And then I just I heard the prop hit the plastic. And then I just hear rushing water. And I'm like, fuck, shut the fucking engine off and walk back. And like two inches above the bottom, I fucking blew a window in the fucking side of the fucking tote. And it was full of water. And it's just fucking all over the place in my shop. And I was just like, how fucking dumb are you? Like, why hey, would Andy need a new tote? Yeah. Now my totes broke. I lost all the water, so now I've got to get another hose out to go all the way to my shop, which is something I need to rectify. I need to go buy PEX tubing and run a water line to the back of my shop, to like to the back of my house. It's annoying the shit out of me right now. And then, yeah, 
So now I got to fill another fucking tote up, go get another tote, fill it up, have it in there. Cause normally what I want to do this winter is I want to put like uh water and then like just dump like two or three gallons of antifreeze in just to kind of make sure that nothing freezes up. Just don't let the dogs drink it. Well, so this is the other thing is that thing had a cover. Like it was perfect. I had a cover for it. Now, granted, when you fill it with water, I need to put a ratchet strap or something around the next one because those totes aren't exactly designed to hold their complete capacity in water. They tend to bow out a little bit. Just a little. Yes. Yeah. It's just a little bit of weight. But yeah, Leah goes, yeah, I heard you running the motor and then I heard it shut off and I looked out the back and she goes, and I just saw a river coming out of the shop. She goes, figured that wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. She stayed, let me guess, she stayed in the house. Yeah, she did not come out and help. Right. I'm standing there in fucking Crocs just watching fucking water go. Like if, if I was there and that had happened, I would have gotten in my truck and left. Just It wasn't that I'm bad. Like, I wasn't, I'm going to let him just clear his head a little bit. I'll be back. The snapping the stud off in the Jeep was way worse on my anger level. Yeah. Even that, it was just like, I, I don't even know what to say right now. Like, I, I'm ready to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> um, do, do, do. Have you heard from our potential guest at all? No, I need to message him. I know you're a little busy. Yeah. But I need to message him, get him on the books. Maybe, well, I'll see what his schedule is, but yes, I need to do that. Okay. Uh, this was a long time ago, but yeah. So I was coming through Kittery like a week ago now, driving down Route 1 through the outlets just minding my own business as i'm coming up to the light it's my lights red so i'm slowing down slowing down slowing down light goes green so i just i kind of like stayed the same speed because i was probably doing 40 through there but no one does 25 yeah and i'm in the wife's car A dude goes to pull out and take a left-hand turn out of the light by like Burger King. And me again, not thinking because I'm in her car and I hate her car and I just wanted to run it into a tree. I should have just hit the motherfucker. So I fucking slam on the brakes, fucking lay on the horn. The dude looks at me and he's like three quarters of the way across the intersection. Looks at me, and gives me the finger. I'm like, but you literally just ran a red light and I didn't hit you. And I should have just fucking, I, at that point I wanted to hit him, just fucking gun it, just fucking driver door. Bah! Fuck you motherfucker. Go, ah, well, you ran a red light. Sorry. Yeah. I almost stopped, but then I decided you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I, there's probably the, like for like a brief second, I was like, Oh fuck, I'm going to kill somebody. And then, like, motherfucker, I didn't kill somebody. Like, <laughs> it switched real quick. Yeah. Um. Oh. 
this was a long time ago. I shot my first banded bird. I had known that, but we did not talk about it on the podcast. I well, I think it was after our last podcast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, shot my first banded mallard. In a How was that? It was pretty cool. I don't know. I, I it took me a while to like kind of let it sit in, to like settle in and figure out like what the fuck was actually going on. Yeah. Yeah, it was on December third. So yeah, the Friday after we last recorded. Yeah. I don't know. It was just kind of one of those things like I didn't I I'd never thought it was gonna happen. <laughs> like honestly, at this yeah. point, like I've killed so many fucking birds, never shot a bandit bird. We literally talked about it the day before. And it was kind of cool. Like called the ducks in, like they came in and <clears throat> got up. And I was like, all right. And I told like it was three of us hunting together. And I was like, all right, I'll take I'll take the left bird. It's the furthest bird. And then the other two guys were kind of to my right and back a little bit. I was like, I'll let you two clean up the other two. And I came up, I fucking dumped it on one shot and then swung, helped clean up um, one of the other birds. The other bird got away and I watched Diesel and he swam out, got to the first bird, which was the bird, like three of us shot, basically by the time it was dead. And he picked it up then saw the other bird, swam over the other bird, dropped the bird he had already picked up, picked up that one, brought that one in. So I was like, all right, man, you know who to bring it to first. <laughs> like, yeah. So he brought that to me and I like, I, I just grabbed it and I threw, you know, I just sent him on back and he went right back out and got it. And I was just kind of standing there and like, not really thinking of it. Like, you know, normally, not normally, but like a lot of the times, like get a bird. First thing you do is pick it up, check the feet, and then, yeah. fuck, then look at it. And I was just I like, I just looked at the bird. I was like, yeah, it's a pretty mature Drake, like a pretty big bird. And then, um, like, I just like turned it a little bit and I saw it. I was like, holy fuck. I was like, there's no fucking way. And there's actually a pellet that hit the band. Oh, really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, so, so the bird was hatched in 2017 or before. So four or five-year-old bird. Was banded yeah. banded in 2018, up in Frenchville, or no, Pierreville, Quebec, Canada. Canada. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, he, he didn't have his papers, so he died. So, <laughs> sorry, bud. I know the rules, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, when I saw the pictures of it, I was like, "That's so fucking weird," because. We had just just talked about it. Yeah. And then the next so after that, the next two days shot limits. Both days. Nice. And then nothing. Like <laughs> George got home, the weather warmed up, and it just went to absolute dog shit i mean i went out yesterday i went out this morning and i went out I, i've hunted every day except monday this week i've hunted every day since oh fuck i don't know the last day i don't remember the last day i did not hunt it's been a while 
over a week. He's been going pretty hard. Had to make up for lost time. I lost fucking all of October. So I finally said, fuck it. I'm just going to go hard and see what it is. I had to go in into work on Monday. We had a seven o'clock meeting. I was less than impressed with that. Not only to be only to be told that uh, I have to reapply for my own job. I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> this is this is a hilarious thing. So the big changes happen in the old work. So I won't really go into them on detail on here. It's entertaining. It's hilarious. To say the least. And uh, eh, who knows? One day when I quit again, I'll be able to talk shit on it. And <laughs> Yeah. I mean, chances are they're going to take you back. <laughs> ah. Probably not a third time. Uh, that, that, <laughs> this, that would be number four. Oh. We're already on number three. I think... Uh, I think the third time might be the nail in the coffin if I quit again. <laughs> That's far. Not quite ready to do that quite yet. Good. Yeah. It's been almost two years. In March, it'll be two years. So. That's funny. Yeah, you know, who knows? Um, I had something else written down. Oh. What are your top five Christmas movies? You're a Christmas guy. Uh, so I'll go from number one, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yep. Elf. Home Alone 2. Um, Santa Claus and the uh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. I'm going to go Number one for me is Christmas Story. I fucking love that movie. I know you do. That's like my least favorite. Um, Home Alone 2 is definitely number two. Elf. Elf fits in at number three. Hmm. The Grinch. Which one? With Jim Carrey or the cartoon? Both. (laughs) I like both of them. The original cartoon has a a spot, but Jim Carrey is unbelievable in that movie. Yeah. He's a weird dude. You ever hear how he like made it through that hole? Because he was in costume, like it took like six hours to get ready. Yeah, so he, just, he just stayed in it for like three days. 
Yeah. And he, uh, I read an article somewhere where he, or watched a video where he was talking about how, how it affected him like mentally. And they actually brought in a Navy, a Navy uh, hostage interrogator. And they were basically like smoke like a chimney and drink like a fish. That's the only thing that's going to like keep you sane enough to, to deal with this. I mean, that's like daily life. Is that why? <laughs> that's why I have so much anxiety because I don't drink it. I don't smoke. Yeah. See, that's, that's where it gets you. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I'm not like a I'm not a huge fan of cartoon movies normally. Yeah, same here. But like watching them with the kids, like Elf is good. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, the Grinch. Even both Grinches are good. Like, I can watch either of them. Even like the Abominable Snowman or fucking Rudolph. Like, the old school Rudolph with, um, oh, what's that dude? Uh, the Yukon guy. Yukon uh, Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Like, that's a, doppelganger. A, that's a fucking classic movie. But the only pro- the problem why that doesn't make the list is like, in my head, where I watched that and where I remember watching it, yeah, I don't want to be in that spot. <laughs> like, the only place I remember like really seeing that movie is in a place I never want to ever visit. So, yeah, but it's a good movie, and like I've watched it with the kids, and I think it's hilarious. And... But what's I, their I... favorite Christmas movie? Uh Elf or the Grinch. That's why I started off with the Grinch. Like that Grinch soundtrack bangs. Yeah. Like the kids just want to drive around and listen to it. I'm like, all right, this is kind of like hood music. Like we're bumping the Grinch in the middle of York the other day. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But then I think Home Alone 1's got to round off my top five. Really? I mean, it's a classic. Like, it started the franchise. I think it still holds water. I I do think two is better. Yeah. But one is still a good movie. And it's hilarious. Like, the kids watching that and watching the guys get hit with the pipes and, like, even in, like, when he gets shocked, Karina's like, well, why? Why is he a skeleton? (laughs) Yeah. But did you see the post I made today for us? Yeah. That was ridiculous. Like, come on. Learn how to call a goose. I mean, I guess if you live life below zero, then you only have a few choices, but for God's sake. I was fucking screaming at my TV last night. I was like legitimately upset. Leah's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Look at this. I was like, the bitch is in a neon green tent in the middle of the fucking marsh with fucking six leaves draped on it with her fucking bright orange fucking 
tracked vehicle 11 feet behind her. Like, just sit in the fucking thing. I would judge you less if you just sat in that thing. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here. And she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't shoot that goose. Just It was just a little too far. Like, bitch, that thing was 400 fucking yards away, you dumb bitch. Yeah. And then her goose sounds like a... I won't say what I think it sounds like, but... Yeah, don't say that. Like... And then, like, it goes into it later. Like, the, it cut off before, like, the real, real good part when she's shooting a fucking twenty-two at a flying goose. Yeah. Oh, oh, I missed that one. And all I'm sitting here going is like, bitch, are you shooting lead at fucking waterfowl? Because on TV, like, is this? Are we? Are we going there? Right. That's illegal. Probably not for her because she's probably some like native something or other i think she's only had a native bone in her i don't think she's got one in her permanently (laughs) um all right you gotta pick two to get rid of burgers tacos fried chicken shrimp crab legs fried fish pizza pasta steak what two are going shrimp and crab legs well, yeah, that's fucking easy for you, you motherfucker. <laughs> what do you get rid of? Fried fish, honestly. I don't like fried. I don't like fish fried. Really? All right. And out of everything else there, I'd say crab legs. Like, If those are my options, I'm going to get rid of crab legs and I'm just going to eat lobster. Like, I'd rather eat lobster than I would crab legs. Ten yeah, I, can, I can understand that. I'd even get rid of fried chicken. I like fried chicken. But I don't have to have, like, I don't know. Yeah. I would, like, someone was like, oh, I'd definitely get rid of pasta. And I was like, what is wrong with you? You get rid of all pasta. That means no lasagna ever. That means no stuff right. ever. Like pasta is fucking life. And there's no way you get rid of tacos or burgers. Those are undefeated. Yeah, exactly. Someone riding a bicycle by my house right now. What the fuck is wrong with people? Fucking bicyclists. Oh, did you see the... uh, I don't know if you saw this one. Oh, fuck you. Uh, So there's a man attacked by a gang of otters. He was bitten 26 times. And he said, I thought I was going to die. I didn't know otters were that vicious. Just a regular otter. How do you get bit by an otter, first of all? He must have been doing something to piss him off. But even still, how many otters do you think you could fight? No weapons? No. Only what you... Maybe a stick. Probably just one. You know otters are the little things, right? Like, they're not huge. Yeah. 
but they're also like I'm sure they could be fairly mean. Corinna's not very big, but she's pretty mean. Yeah, but I think I could at least take like seven otters. How many Corinna's do you think you could take on? I mean, if I'm not worried about hurting said child, if like my goal is to hurt the child, uh, like 20. She's tiny. I could just fucking kick him right in the head. See you later. (laughs) But I mean, the same thing with an otter. Like an otter, you just fucking grab one by their back leg. And then you use said otter as weapons for other otters. And you just sit there and you just beat otters with their dead friends. It's like, how many squirrels do you think you could take on? Probably none because they're so fast. Yeah, but if they're like trying to attack you, so their target is you don't have to catch them. They're coming to you. Probably one. I'm still at one because they... It's going to get my sole focus, and then I move on to the next one, like one at a time. Yeah, but I'm not saying like they're That's not probably all... how that guy ended up getting bit 26 times. He was fighting one otter, and then the other one's like ganged up. I don't know. Maybe like some could change in the moment. I feel like you could pick up an otter or a squirrel and fucking use it as a weapon. For the other audience. I'll tell you one thing. I saw a squirrel at York Hospital. I shit you not, Garrett. It was the size of a large cat. That nice. fucking thing nice was that, that big around. And I was like, that's the biggest squirrel I've ever seen. And the, the physical therapist was like, yeah, we, uh, we feed them pretty well around here. They get all like the leftover desserts and shit from the cafeteria. Jesus. Wasn't that way when I was there running that place. <laughs> that was one of my first jobs. Working at the hospital? Working at the hospital cafeteria. Their food is really good. Dude, as a dishwasher there at, I think I worked there when I was 15. I was making $15 an hour. And I don't know if I ever got that. Every hour you worked, they put $2 into a college account for you. So it's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. I don't know if I ever fucking tried to claim that money. Fuckers. Probably just made it somehow into beer money, but that's all right. Yeah, right. (laughs) But yeah, that was their, that was their thing is they would, like if like the students that work there, they'd make it for uh make it a little more enticing to come work there and shit. Yeah. Makes sense. I've worked in a couple of hospitals. Did delivery down in Boston at like all the major hospitals down there. That was weird. I didn't like that. Yeah, that would be weird. Well it was like uh so because they get so much mail, obviously, I mean, it's like each hospital down there is a city. Yeah. So we're at fucking. Um, I don't remember what fucking hospital it was, but like they had research floors. They had like medical floors. Like, so you just deliver all the packages to all these places. Yeah. And like I was literally delivering lab rats sometimes, which is kind of fucked up. But like, 
they had lab rats up on like the fucking top floors to fucking perform experiments on. But, fucking stank it up there. But better to be me than the rat. Um, but like the worst, the worst part is of any hospital is like going in and seeing like kids. Ugh, fuck that. Yeah. Oh, um, got all your Christmas shopping done. Actually, I've started, which is a fucking miracle for me. I don't ever start Christmas shopping early. I normally am a December twentieth start date type of person. Yeah, but the other day I was sitting here, I was like. I'm going to hop on old fucking Jeff Bezos Amazon and fucking start ordering some shit. So got the dogs done. Got the wife partially done. Kids are up in the air. I might just go fucking local for the kids. There's a really, really cool toy store in downtown Dover that I really like to go to for the kids. Not, I mean, they sure. They still have like the same type of shit, but it's like a mom and pop runs. It's sort of like G Willikers in Portsmouth. Yeah. Um, I think it's called it's called the Noggin Factory. I'm fairly certain. It's right on like you come down Central Ave and then you take a left, like you're gonna go back to South Berwick. You know, yeah. the, uh, like the right by TD Bank, right there. Yep. Pretty cool little spot. Absolutely. Yeah, cool stuff. Support a local little place. Um, but other than that, getting ready for some more duck hunting. I finally today bought more shells. I don't know if I talked about what I was shooting. Uh-uh. So Obviously, ammunition is hard to come by right now. Mm-hmm. Very hard. So I was looking at my stock and I said, ah, kind of getting down there. I'm like, well, let's go see what they have. Nothing. <laughs> like, Kittery's out. Everywhere's out. Even online. Like, I looked at Rogers. I looked at um, uh, who else? Uh, pretty much everyone online. Cabela's, Bass Pro. Max Prairie Wings, everyone. No one had shells. Well, I found some on Rogers. They're tungsten. Threes and nines made by Black Cloud. They're the Black Cloud TSSs. Mm-hmm. Pretty dope shell. I mean, good knockdown power. Been fairly happy with them. The only problem is they're sold in cases of 100. At three. 100 boxes? No. 100 rounds at $319. Wowzers. So a little quick math is uh, $3.19 every time the happy trigger. The trigger. There's no shooting Red Bull cans this year. <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, that hurt. And I'd been on an email list for boss shot shells. I've really wanted to try them for quite a while. I've heard pretty good things about them. 
um everyone seems pretty happy they kind of uh Oh, they designed a, it's actually somebody I kind of want to reach out to them. I mean, they've done like all big podcasts, but it'd be kind of cool to have them on, especially after, if I can shoot them this year, um, see if they'd fucking come on. But, uh, yeah, they at least sell it in 200, 200 shells Mm -hmm. or three, three Oh my it's God. a little better. A little bit better. You know, 50% less than what I was paying, but still a dollar fifty a shell. Like, man, I was in fucking college shooting fucking nine dollar boxes of fucking Winchester steel. Like, mm-hmm. you can't find that shit right now. Like ended up finding some at Kittery just to have as a fucking back back backup. Yeah. Uh, three inch BBs and I'm like fuck I don't really want to shoot BBs or anything but if I have to I will mm-hmm. but oh who knows who knows what's going to happen now that Omicron's on the scene yeah about done with it mm-hmm Haven't, haven't completely figured out what I'm gonna do. I don't know. Not boosted yet. I'm gonna get boosted. I don't know. Just, I'm just gonna do it. I'm doing it for my mother. That's what I keep telling myself. See, that's where I was, it, and I'm not. Like if, there, to- if there's a chance, it will protect my mother. If there's a chance, I understand that. It's just, I'm just going to do it for my own comfort and my mother's comfort. And I don't fault anybody that wants to do it. And this has been my biggest thing right now, I think, is the, and the thing that I'm fucking having the hardest time with it all is the fact that it's man- becoming mandatory. Like vaccinations are mandatory, whether you want to fucking admit it or not. It's a pain in the dick if they're, if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's cool and all, but. Why once everyone started getting vaccinated did did everything go back up? Like yeah. This was supposed to stop this. Like I just I just hate the fact with and this has nothing to do with vaccination. I just hate the fact that they like nobody's counting how many cancer cases there are every day. Right. Like, nobody's posting that all over the news. Nobody's posting and I and I'm not saying that because you know covid's not as bad as cancer i'm saying that because it's just like it's a total well this is and and then the other and, and then the other side of like my thing with it is okay so it's here whatever and you know if you're gonna require me to get tested because i was a close contact or whatever figure out a test that is accurate to your standards and give me an answer now now like i don't i don't want i don't want to wait four or five days figure it out that was the thing with the kids like where you were close contact on thanksgiving okay the kids went and got tested pcr test waited the three days came back negative 
that's your test. That's your negative test you wanted. Yeah, but because you're a close contact, you still have to quarantine for 10 days. Well, then why did I go get tested? Why? Where, where does this make sense? And that's the problem I have is like it, none of it's logical anymore. And that's like, yeah. I have to have shit be logical. It's the way my brain works. It's the way shit works. And so it's like, well, okay, go get vaccinated. Okay, I did. Okay, well, it's, it's going to prevent you from spreading it. Okay. Oh, a third of the cases in the state are fucking breakthrough cases. Huh. Okay. A third of the deaths in the state are breakthroughs. Okay. So we're not there yet. And it's like, and like you said, like with, they're not counting the, like, just count the deaths due to overweight people. Like you want to talk about something that is preventable. I mean, I'm not the picture of fucking health, drinking, weight, smoking cigars, but I accept those consequences. Not real. I mean, probably shouldn't, but here we are. But it's like, yeah, that is a thousand percent preventable. One thousand percent. There's nothing stopping me from going in my house into the gym I have in my house, working out every day. Now, not saying that that's the answer. Like you can still die tomorrow by getting hit by a fucking Ford truck, but. bodily wise and health wise, probably the smart thing to do, but I'm not doing it. But it's like, how many more lives would you have saved that have died to even with COVID, but comorbidity shit being a little bit more in shape? It's Fred number one. We're trying to or. I could get this done faster if you don't stand at the door. That's that's close the door, please. That's not the holiday spirit. I'll give you something to do with that tongue. <laughs> tongue bar, tongue punch my fart box. <laughs> and she just threatened to kill me. Huh. I mean, she might be valid in that request. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just sick of it all. I'm, <laughs> so I'm laying in the emergency room, and that was what another thing that happened. They didn't have any beds for me. Yeah, and in the hospital, so I had to. My first night, I had to sleep in the emergency room on a stretcher. Not ideal. That's fun. That's comfortable too. Those, those uh, are built for comfort. Yeah. So before. Like before I even knew that was going to happen, a uh, the nurse came in and he's and he's taking one of the nurses came in, he's taking blood, putting an IV in or something. And and they had COVID tested me already. And uh, he says, or I said to him, I'm like, so I'm guessing, like, judging by what you're wearing, my COVID test came back negative. And he's like, well. The difference is, like, you're in the ER, and we just don't care anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, fair enough. He's like, but yes, it did come back negative. He's like, all you're going to see in the ER now is an N95 mask if you have COVID. Yeah. It's just like, we're all. Everyone's done. 
and you're starting to see more and more like even reading different news sites like it's starting to become less political I was yes. in this in the realm of being critical of the handling of everything and like yeah it's starting to sh- sort of shift where I think everybody's kind of getting on board even like I mean there's still some people that are wear your masks get vaccinated it's gonna fucking prevent this thing and blaming it all on people that are unvaccinated and then there's other people that can actually look at data and read for themselves and be like yeah this vaccine was supposed to work it it didn't and nobody's coming out and saying like it didn't work and that's what bothers me the most they're just like oh we'll just get the booster and it's like well how many boosters do i need because you told me it the first time I just need two doses of this thing or one of the other one. So do I need a booster every three to five months for the next 10 years? Yeah. Forever. 10 months, 10 years, 10 decades. Like what the fuck are we doing here? That's my problem. Like if we were just honest and we're like, then they come out and they're like, Hey, we fucked up. We created this vaccine. We took it easy on it. Like we didn't jack up the fucking levels because we didn't want to hurt anybody, but it's weaning off. So we need to give you this booster because we took it easy and we're changing it. But no, we didn't change anything. It's the exact same shot again. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, so what are you expecting to be different with this time? Like yeah. we've, we've now done this twice. Whoa. Got a little little shot of the bald spot there. <laughs> Bird's eye. I did go into the shop the other day. The boys missed you. Yeah. They've uh they've started taking pictures of my favorite customers, and my favorite customers are flipping me off. Oh, perfect. So it's it's kind of cool. I actually went there today. I've been there, I've been in a couple times just to kind of say hi, get out of the house. Yeah. Which is nice. Get a little normalcy. Yeah. So. Oh, on top of having to reapply for my job, this is just another fun thing. Speaking of work, um, I have to go in and re-sign paperwork that will qualify me to do the job that I've been doing for the past two years. Because apparently, oh. apparently that paperwork was never signed. They're like, yeah, we need you to come in. I was like, cool. I'll be in about noon. <laughs> My boss was like, what? I was like, I'll be in at noon. Like, busted my ass today. I was, I'm in a bit of a, a pickle. So we're reducing my department size. And I'm the one that's being impacted right now is because the other guy that used to help me retired. Well, he did a lot of shit I didn't want to do. Like, and he was fine with like he wanted to do it. He's like, I don't mind doing this stuff. Like, I'm fine with yeah. it. I'm like, Sounds good. Now that he's gone, now they're like, Well, you got uh, no <laughs> <laughs> replace it. Or <laughs> I, I, I don't do that stuff. Like, no. <laughs> it's been a fun little learning curve we're having. 
So I just kind of let stuff build up. And I'm a wicked procrastinator as it is. Like I enjoy weight. I, 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 I need pressure to do work. It's kind of fucked yeah. up. So I'll manufacture my own pressure, like get way behind on something and then be like, all right, fuck, I got to go. And then I'll just bust it all out. And it's like, oh, that only took me like fucking five hours. Like I've been kicking it down the road for five days. Fuck. Yeah. Imagine if I had just done it. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is when you do it, then they sit there and they go, oh, well, you can do that. So you can do more. And it's like, well, I know. Like, I, I know how this game is played. Yeah. But like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting shit going on. Yeah. So it'll be fun. It's going to be a fun 2022. Can't wait. We're almost there. (laughs) Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks left in the fucking year. It's fucking crazy. Right. For as slow and long as everyone, like, I still feel like this is 2020. <laughs> like, honestly. Yeah, right. It's like, you know, what has changed? I mean, still got the same shit happening. Still hear the same shit every day in the news. So we yeah. don't watch that anymore. I literally turned on the six o'clock news like three or four days ago. And I literally watched them go down like the list of things they're going to talk about in the fucking 30 minutes of news and I looked at Leah and I was like I I don't need any of this in my life like none of it like I would take fucking rape and pillage and murdering over what the fuck you're going to talk about on this news story (laughs) it's like see you later but hopefully we'll have some good news here soon they were talking Hopefully. snow, but that's gone now. They were what, talking this weekend. No, Monday, uh, Monday, early next week. They were talking snow like a day ago or two days ago. They're talking something for Saturday night too. And one one particular listener of our said podcast was very excited because they were talking six to ten, and then now it's down to uh, zero, and actually sunny. So. But getting cold. Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Saturday two to five. And Sunday one to four. That could be a good little storm. But Monday. Yeah. Monday, we're back in the cold. We're back in winter on Monday. Thirteen yep. below. That's that's cold. Thirteen below on Monday? Thirteen is the low. Oh. Here. I don't know what it is up there. You're in the fucking valley of cold death up there it's crazy yeah. how much colder it is in there yeah it's weird and it's hotter in the summer as it should be right maybe try and cleanse that place a little bit doesn't work you should just go to cumberland farms and go live on instagram and just go just sit there yeah we are mainly stupid reporting live from fucking Sanford. <laughs> Probably would be pretty entertaining. Oh my god. There I I'm 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 going I'm going to take my uh, speaking of Sanford, I'm taking my first shower in almost 2 weeks tonight. Oh, I'm pretty pumped. That's going to be good. Yeah, I'm getting a little crusty. Yeah, 2 weeks is that's not ideal. No. 
would have uh, ideal. Would have brought you some dude wipes or something. Yeah, I have been doing a sponge bath, but I'm ready for the real thing. Old shower, so. stand up, take a little leak, have fun. Yep. Well, nice. I'll be up your way tomorrow morning if you're bored. All right. I don't think I have. I'm going out to see my mom tomorrow. I haven't seen her in a while. So do that. My uh I'm hoping my new bib overalls show up before. Because I know that'll drive her nuts if I show up to her house in bib overalls. Bib overalls with a nice buffalo plaid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Here I am. This is this is your this is your product. Congratulations, mom. Right. So. You doing anything special for the uh, for mom for Christmas? Parents at, at our age right now, parents are the most impossible people to buy shit for. Yeah. Like she doesn't want much. We bought her some earrings. The big thing that and we did it for my dad more than anything. We had a blanket made with a bunch of different pictures on it. Yeah. So. Like, she'll be happy to see that, but we're sending it to the nursing home for him. So, he he all good? Yeah, he's doing well. Good. Haven't been able to see him, but yeah, to get that shut down again. But but I think that's about all I got for tonight, fella. Yeah, you go get your shower. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of it and. What's that? Get a little rinse down. Yeah, I have to wear a fucking like, I have to wear like the suction cup cover over my arm because I can't get my pick line wet whatsoever. So fun. Yeah, it's like a cast. I heard they're not doing Gore-Tex casts anymore, which is the travesty. I don't understand why they wouldn't. Yeah, dude, those things were the great. I mean, they stunk by the time you were done because it was definitely not. Being able to actually shower with a cast on was the greatest fucking joy of my life growing up. Yeah. You break both hands, both wrists, and both arms. Kind of really like having to be able to fucking shower with a cast on. Absolutely. And just not all at once, by the way. <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you Thank next week. You. See ya. Peace.